welcome to Once I Watch a Disney, a series on dislikes and tidbits where, well, things will get a little bit cringy. For the whole month of October, a guest and I will be watching a movie from a list of Disney movies that are either highly criticized, forgotten, ignored, been on, been put on the worst Disney movie ever list, or even nightmare-inducing. Something I've been calling Cringetober. We're going to watch these movies and give our own opinions on why we think these movies may have gotten a bad rap. Some of these movies the guests and I may have never seen before, so this will all be a little different to us. For this episode, I have a new guest. Her name is Victoria, and she's from Disney Tea with V podcast. Welcome. Hello. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thank you for wanting to do this one. It's probably like the lowest movie on the list, I think. <laughs> oh, I can see why. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I kind of forgot about this, and I'm so glad that you were like, yeah, I'll take the challenge and watch this. <laughs> yeah, well, I learned a lot along the way, so, you know, yeah. gotta turn every negative into a positive. <laughs> and that's what we're doing here today. We're gonna, like, discuss why it got a bad rap, did it get a bad rap for a bad reason, or just we didn't like it. Um, yeah. So... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the groans mean something, everybody. <laughs> so, oh, since this is your first time on Disflix, I do have a little Disney questionnaire before we get into the movie. And the first one is, uh, how did you first get into Disney? Uh, well, I've always been a Disney fan since I was younger. Like, I definitely recall one of the first movies I saw. They weren't, like, the average movies. The first movies I saw were, like, James and the Giant Peach and Oliver and Company. Mm -hmm. But, like, so it's, like, they weren't average. But um, my main way I got into it was just, like, social media. And then I did the Disney College program, and it just kind of spun off from there. Wow. And did you like the program? For me personally, no, but I did get a lot of great friendships out of it. So it was like I said earlier, it turned negative into a positive. Okay. That's good to hear. That friendships always last longer than that job. <laughs> <laughs> it does. It truly does. I'm still like best friends with a guy. Um, I did my program in 2012 and we're still friends to this day. Oh, nice. Nice. Do you have a favorite Disney movie? And it can be from any of anything under the Disney umbrella? Um, my two go-tos are Inside Out and um, Princess and the Frog. Oh, okay. That's one of the um, Pixar films that I've only watched once, Inside Out. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah, for me, it's A Bug's Life, but that's kind of one purpose. <laughs> yeah, I understand that one. What's your favorite thing about Inside Out? Um, the amount of research it took to create the film, like they actually talked to therapists and just got like information and like real time information on how like the brain actually works and how these emotions make us as people. So I really appreciated that. And it kind of like took the stigma away from like, you know, how we feel about mental health like now. Oh, wow. I guess I didn't really notice that part of it. I, I watched it like I rented it and I have a little kid, so I was busy and i need to watch this again i think <laughs> yeah it's really good i was like wow this is such a good film i i, I have to watch this again <laughs> it's my mom's favorite pixar film so it's so good like you you should it's so good i will 
So uh, the next question is, do you have a favorite Disney character or a group of characters? Um, definitely Princess Tiana is one. Um, when I was younger, it was Belle. And okay. um, yeah, those are just the two main ones right now. I don't really, I kind of change my favorite depending on what stage of my life I'm in. Oh, okay. That, that makes, makes a sense. lot of sense. Yeah, <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. I'm more of like, oh my, it's like by day or by mood. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that. <laughs> Do you have a favorite villain? Do I? Ooh, that is a good question. If I had to pick, I would probably say Scar from The Lion King. Oh, okay. That's a good one. Really yeah, good. can't really go wrong with him. It's yeah. just like he's so conniving. Like he's very, very cunning and clever. Like he's not the strongest, right? He's not the strongest, <laughs> but he can like manipulate very well. And there's something about that that I appreciate. <laughs> uh, do you have a favorite kind of Disney movie, like uh, the superhero movies, the princess movies, musicals, live actions, or just the plain animated ones? Mm. I've kind of been liking what Pixar has been doing in recent years with their films, like with um with Coco. Mm -hmm. Like any kind of Pixar film that Coco sort of is in a way, like a musical, but it like represents a culture and like the way it's animated. I guess mm, I guess you would consider that a musical film. Okay, yeah, I get that. I've been noticing that like. The Pixar films are more family oriented. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I'm, I think. That's what I'm liking. Well, like I did like their old stuff, like you know, like Toy Story and Monster Sing, all those good films. But like, just something about Coco. I don't know what exactly it was. It just Coco was beautiful. <laughs> got me in the feels. Got me in the oh, feels, yeah. man. Uh, so this next question kind of goes in two parts because we're almost done with 2019. So the first part is, has there been a movie this year that just blew all your expectations away so far? And is there one for the rest of the year that you're looking forward to? Well, oh goodness, I saw quite a few films. You know what? The one film that exceeded my expectations was Child's Play. Oh, really? Yeah, like, um, I went with my boyfriend, and I kind of was expecting it just to be, like, a cheesy remake, but the way they actually twisted it to fit today, it actually was amazing. Like, it, it was a very well-done movie. Like, it stayed true to the original, but it's, like, kept a little flair to it. And it yeah, I enjoyed that, like, immensely. I really liked it. Well, good to know. I've been waiting yeah, for it to yeah. rent Oh, yes, absolutely. It's like, do it. It's so good. <laughs> um, and the one I'm looking forward to is um, Star Wars uh, Rise of the Skywalker. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> We're like waiting right now for the trailer and it's probably already dropped. <laughs> yeah, I'm sitting here watching like this Patriots Jets game and I'm like, I don't even like any of these teams. <laughs> I don't like... Like yeah. the things I, the things we do as fans. Victoria, please tell uh, my listeners here a little bit more about your podcast or anything else that you want to plug. So I have this podcast with my good friend Rodney called Disney Tea with V. Um, 
it originally started off of us just spilling like tea on this twitter but it's actually kind of expanded into more like disney news and just like um social justice kind of stuff like just stuff that we need to really discuss in the community like um what's appropriate to disney bound like should you really be disney bounding as tiger lily from peter pan or um just more representation in the community and things like that so it's just been very wonderful to be able to do and just meet new people through it and just be able to talk to different and amazing people who've been through all walks of life every week um we also have a blog that I just started. It's kind of more news oriented, but it also like deals with like fitness. So if you're looking to deal with something like that, then we have that for you as well. Uh, but other than that, yeah, we're just doing, we have projects coming. I announced them a little while ago, but they're still kind of in the early stages, but you gotta stay tuned for that. Okay. And I will leave all of that information on Victoria's uh podcast and blog down in the show notes below for you guys to check out a little bit later so now to the main event <laughs> that we're not oh. that excited about it seems like <laughs> I, i'm gonna <laughs> oh lord <laughs> yeah so if you haven't noticed by now <laughs> it is the country bears as per the title uh yeah the mm-hmm. Oh boy, the start of Disney's attraction to movie. Actually, this is the second one that Disney has ever done. And then it just kind of tumbled uh, after that. Yep, yep. Yep, I had to look this up and Mission to Mars was the first one. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. (laughs) I didn't even even know it existed. I don't even remember that movie. Me either. I just saw the title. I'm like, oh, okay, and I didn't. I didn't research it anymore. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, yeah don't so, even remember that one at all. Yeah, but I was also like in elementary school, so I wouldn't remember that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this movie came out in the summer of 2002, and it's an hour and 28 minutes. That I will never get back. Yeah. So for those listening at home or in their cars or wherever you are, here is the trailer to the film. Barry Barrington was like any other boy. Sometimes I feel different. Dexter! He's run away from home. Now Barry's about to discover his destiny. The Country Bears! With four guys who are barely a band. I belong here. Well, are you going to find him? Does he have any distinguishing marks? Yeah. He's got thick brown hair all over his body. On Disney DVD and video, one boy is searching for what he's been missing and discovering what he's had all along. Who's that little bear? Oh, that's no little bear. That's my brother. Yeah. Disney's The Country Bears. Yeah. Coming soon to own on Disney DVD and video. So that's The Country Bears. As you can tell, it is as campy as it sounds. <laughs> I. Uh. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's one of those things where what you see is what you get. Mm-hmm. 
Now, are you a big fan of the Country Bear Jamboree? I... I... I do it. I don't... It's one of those things where I don't hate it, but I don't love it either. Like, I'll go and do it if someone's like, hey, let's go do Country Bear Jamboree. I'm like, okay, cool. So, like, I'm not, like, a super fan. I know there's super fans of the attraction, but I'm just kind of, like, an eh fan. <laughs> yeah. Okay. See, I loved it as a kid, but as an adult, I have not gone back because, I don't know, like, usually when I think of a show like that, I think of air conditioning and a place to rest, and I'm never in that area to rest. <laughs> it's always like, I'm going to yeah. Big or something. It's usually like you're on like you're on your way like power walking to like Splash Mountain or Big Thunder and that's about yeah. it. But for not going in this attraction for so many years, I can probably still know everything about it. <laughs> it just ingrains in your mind. It's amazing like how much you can remember honestly. Like I was just talking to my friend earlier. It has nothing to do with the sh movie, but it was like she was like, "Do you remember like your landline phone number from the 90s?" and then it took me like 3 seconds, but I remembered it. So it's just wow. like it really is amazing what you can remember. Yeah. That's true. But yeah, I'm I'm like you. I don't I I I could care less if I go on it or not. I would like to go back and watch it again maybe like in my future trip but it's not something that i put on my list just like yeah it's not like so, i don't know what it is it's just like i don't hate it like i have nothing against it i i think every every time i go in there it's like more so like you said i want to rest or i haven't taken photos of it for a while and i want to just like get that over with same with like carousel of progress love carousel of progress but it's like Am I a super fan? No. And they exist. No offense yeah. to you guys, but... <laughs> yeah, they do exist. for somebody, exist, it's just not for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do love that they're making uh, these characters go walk about now. Like, I It's seen... actually really fun. <laughs> yeah. The, the liver lips is always out all the time that I see. I don't know Big who else goes Big Al. Big, Big Al's Al. usually out. Um... There's one more, I can't think of his name, but, like, yeah, they usually are, like, running around, like, messing with, like, the little shops, like, the little little side shops and, like, the little food places and doing hula hoops with games with guests. It's it's really cool. If you, like, ever have, like, time to stop and just watch it go down, like, I've been taken by, like, Liver Lips one time just, like, on a stroll, so <laughs> it's been, it's really cute. Oh, that is cute. I love that they're doing more with it, even though it's like an old attraction. I don't know how old it is in both the parks at the moment. I know they weren't opening attractions, though. Well, I know the Country Bears at Disney came from Disneyland. Um, so I know that much. I What I wish they would do is they would do the seasonal overlays again, because I know Tokyo Disney still does it. Where they have like a summer overlay and they have like a Christmas overlay. I kind of wish they would do that again, but... Oh, that's yeah apparently it's like yeah oh you gotta look it up on youtube like it's so cute like they do little christmas carols and in the summer they do like um singing in the rain songs it's so cute wow yeah i need to look this up yeah so it's it's no longer in disneyland anymore that i was so mad <laughs> <when that laughs> happened. i was so mad 
um, as a little kid. Yeah, the many adventures of Winnie the Pooh. That darn ride just takes away some things. <laughs> just the dang poo. Dang poo. Dang poo. Hashtag dang poo. <laughs> <laughs> but as much as we like are met about this ride, I am more curious of the reason why they wanted to make a movie out of it. I. I don't know. There, was so many, there were so many things they could have picked. Yeah. I, don't, uh. I guess I guess they were trying to like rejuvenate it, but the thing about these these attraction movie trends I'm seeing, like from the early 2000s, because like if you notice, they did quite a few, like Tower of Terror, Mission to Mars, Country Bears, um, Tomorrowland, like a lot of them. Just I feel like they would have done well if they had created them like now like 2018 2019 because we have the cgi and all that stuff to back it up and make it at least look decent mm. um because if you notice like pirates is kind of one of the only films that su did successfully well yeah and we just did a haunted mansion here on on cringetober which we yeah. we decided that like it wasn't bad but it wasn't good either it was just like Meh. yeah i agree but like i don't like that they did a comedy spin on it but you know that's the choice they went with so yeah i think my problem with that film is that there's so many good plot points of all the haunted mansion rides that they kind of ignored them all changed some characters and then made their own on there so it's just kind of a jumble of a story that doesn't really relate to either of any of the haunted mansion stories yeah i agree like there was no tie-in to like anything i mean the promotion for it was great but it's just like yeah i agree yeah and this is i think they had the same problem with this one because in this film, it's about the Country Bears like as a, a country rock band, but it, there's like, what, 28 members of the Country Bear Jamboree, and they only picked five out of all of them? Yeah, that, that that's one of the things that threw me off about the film. Like, when they say Country Bears, I'm expecting like majority of them to be the ones that I'm familiar with and yeah. I recognize like almost like you said five I only recognize maybe two or three <laughs> <laughs> yeah I don't I, I could not tell you what the names were I, I know there was Zeb and Trixie was there and Big Al Big Al and that and that was it that was it oh um I think the Tennessee guy is one but I couldn't tell oh, you yeah. for sure Tennessee yeah, I would have to look up the names of who was actually in there. Like you, I feel like you would generally have to be a Country Bear super fan to actually enjoy this film. Because like a lot of it, if you're just going in blind, you're not really going to understand anything. Yeah, like with these animatronics—well, they're not animatronics; they're they're puppets. Where they're people in puppet outfits. Kind of reminds yeah. me of Bear in the Big Blue House, sort of. And... Oh well, a friend actually told me um, before I came on with you that they're from their animatronic bear suits. 
but they're puppets and they were made by Jim Henson's Creature Shop. Really? Yeah. I was like, oh, wow. Wow. Okay. Look at that. Yeah, I was just gonna um, say that I really mm-hmm. like the animatronics of the face because they mm-hmm. tried really hard to emote. And I was watching like the blinking and like the curling up of the mouth and um, the surprise looks, even though they were very limited. But at the time, it's kind of right. It's impressive. Yeah, it's very impressive and, and neat and kind of really cool but then when you take yourself out of that and you try to pay attention to the plot you're bored well at least i was and i didn't know what was going on because it was just like they had this one singular plot and they kept to it but then they just went all over the place in between like they were trying to fill everything else it kind of reminded me in a way of how the the muppet movie was not the original but the one with the um with amy adams and um the guy from How I Met Your Mother. Like how that Yeah, yeah, that one. Like the way the plot goes is kinda how this it's kinda similar to how the Country Bears was, but the Muppets movie was a little bit more like like a little bit more it made sense. So that's the interesting part because when I was looking up information on this movie, the Muppets did one hundred percent take that plot story and turn it into their own thing. But that one... Oh, so it's pretty much the same plot. It's the same freaking plot, but it's with characters we know and love that we grew up with. And they got 95% on Rotten Tomatoes and they made all their money back. (laughs) So it's kind of like, what happened here? What? what, mm, That's interesting. Yeah. Because that that one guy is a super fan in the beginning, and he tries to bring the band back together. Back together, yeah. (laughs) And there's a guy trying to destroy the Muppet Studios, you know? (laughs) Oh my gosh, it's literally the same movie. It is. Holy... (gasps) I'm mind blown right now. (laughs) I think... The more you know. Yeah. I think what... Like, even though the Jim Henson puppet company or whatever they created the the um puppets they don't really look similar to the jamboree bunch i don't think Mm, yeah i'm looking at a picture now like just comparing Mm. no Mm -mm, nope i think that may have lost some people they were trying to make it more realistic but the personalities and the looks of the characters kind of suffered yeah again i feel like if it if this was a movie idea that they had came up with now it would have done well because with social media and all that stuff it'll have more of a um, way to get out there and because there's like a huge super fandom for country bear jamboree it would have done a little bit more better i'm not saying it would have made its money but it, i'm sure it would have done a little bit better and then like you would have had better better puppets to work we're not saying that jim henson's didn't do well it's just like you can tell it's a product of his time like spy kids spy kids is a product of his time yeah exactly (laughs) okay sorry about that premature commercial break we're just coming down from an emotional event (laughs) <laughs> oh, um, this is emotional. 
Yes, it is. <laughs> so, uh, country bears, country bears. Um. Ah, all right. So, who's in this? It's Christopher Walken, Haley Joel Osment, <laughs> Diedrich Bader, Brad Garrett, Elton John, and many, many celebrity cameos. Which surprised How? me. Like, so when I, when I just say when I look this up because first off I did actually have to check if that was Elton John I'm like Elton John wouldn't do this and he did yep. <laughs> <laughs> I was like okay we had Don Henley from the Eagles we had Willie Nelson in the very beginning um Wyclef John was in it at some point yeah like Queen Latifah was in it I was like why and then there was this girl named Crystal, which I assume was big in 2002. I have never heard of this woman in my life. I feel so bad. <laughs> but, like, it's kind of a suedo musical, this this movie, because every time they, they find another country bear, they have to have, like, some kind of m- music video in the middle of the movie. It's just strange. Yeah, that that actually kind of threw me off a lot because like it kind of distracted me from the plot itself yeah see what i mean by like filler to try mm. to stretch the plot to an hour and a half mm-hmm. that's what i think that i didn't like about this and uh, like towards the end of the the film i kind of got distracted by some does twitter tea that i didn't know how it ended <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so the girl Crystal, she did songs for the Princess Diary. She's the one that sings the Supergirl song. Okay. Looked her up right quick. I just saw that she was a pop star. Oh my god, never heard of her. Well, she's only had four singles. (laughs) And it's the Princess Diary from Musical, and her songs are the Princess Diaries, Legally Blonde, and Country Bears. So that says a lot. Oh man, and I'm not even naming all of the the cameos that were in there. I kind of miss some here and there. But yeah, man, I, Chris- well, I had to actually go back and look, like on Wikipedia, because I like they were paying attention to a certain person. The camera was, and you're like, okay, this got to be somebody important. Yeah, like you're just supposed to know, but you know. Yeah. Which goes to show that this movie does not age well. Yeah. No. <laughs> it did not. It does not. But I gotta admit, Christopher Walken just acts his butt off in this, despite him you talking. You know what? Good, good for him. Kudos <laughs> for him. Kudos. He was I'm the... Truly. like. That's what it felt like. Like, he was the only one acting while everyone was just phoning it up. It's just like, he was just... He was like, listen up, tens of five is speaking or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Essentially, the way this movie works is listen up, tens of five is speaking because no one's really paying attention. (laughs) Uh, Do you remember that part where he is... Christopher Walken's by himself in his, like, office and he's destroying the the music hall like over and over again. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Country Bear Hall is 
I was just like sitting there like, okay, well, this is happening. Because <laughs> it's just like, like a- it's like you're watching Christopher Walken. This man has done, like, he's, like, he's done so much. He's been in Pulp Fiction. Like, he's done theater. Yeah. And here you are in a country bear movie. <laughs> they all can't be winners. All can't be winners, I guess. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, that that was probably one of my favorite parts is just him like dancing around in his underwear and then he just like, oh no. Oh no. <laughs> you know what? I will admit that's one of the like the saving graces of the film. Like the comedy Sometimes it was hit or miss, but that scene in particular, I did think was hilarious. I don't know why they put it in there, but I'm so glad they did. <laughs> I just like the whole beginning, honestly, with like Barry. And it's just like, they're telling him the truth about his like, you know, who he is and where he comes from. I'm just like, really? This yeah. is what we're doing? Okay. <laughs> like it's a, it's a, a bear saying am i adopted and the teenage son is like yeah yeah <laughs> it's like you, you, i'm just sitting me and this me and the brother are just like for real this is what we're doing right now <laughs> yes you're adopted you're a bear you're essentially the family pet <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's the only one like that kid is like us the watchers like what is going on here just screaming out into a void like, just no, please but... listen to me. <laughs> I can't be the only one making sense here. So we got to talk budget. Um, the budget for this movie, which was surprisingly only thirty-five million dollars. Yeah, like what? What was up with that? Yeah. Maybe like compared to one compared local... to Mission to Mars, it was. How much was Mission to Mars's budget? I don't know how much the budget was. Oh, it was... Oh, wow. 22000 Oh, wow. But it was a space movie, so... I can and it still that. did better. Yeah. Yep, and it still did better. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised how little this was, but they could have been, like, in one location, cut down costs. That's true. That is true. Well, I think um, Country Bears was, um, it was filmed all in Tennessee or Alabama or something like that. But all the cameos, I'm surprised. Yeah. That too. That too. Especially Elton John. Yeah. I'm sure that alone. Yeah. Yeah, like I'm sure they had to dig into their budget a little bit. Not to mention on top of all the, um, the puppets. Mm-hmm. And all the puppeteers that had to man that. And... Exactly, because it was like they were essentially walking animatronics. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> what they made back, though, was a little over $18 million. Wah-wah. Wah-wah. So, yeah, it definitely failed in the box office. Uh, I did not go see this in theaters. I've only watched this one other time before. I've and only ever seen it on Disney Channel. Oh, really? Until, 
I've only ever saw it when I was like very young on Disney Channel. And I think I was homesick one day and it was on and I was like, oh, okay, well, I'm just going to wait for Lizzie McGuire or whatever I was watching at the time to come on because it's coming on next. <laughs> and like, we, like when we talked about this on Twitter, I was like, I remember watching this, but I don't remember. I just remember it being very, very like, this is weird. And then I watched yeah. it as a grown adult, and I'm like, yeah, this is still weird. <laughs> yeah, it's still weird. I don't remember when I watched it. I, like Just like you, I don't remember anything about it. And then watching it now, I'm just like, oh, okay. <laughs> starting, to look like a, starting to look like a repressed memory. Mm-hmm. Not a good sign when we repress this movie. <laughs> So, um, the critics, what the critics think. <laughs> oh dear. Oh dear. I didn't know we were doing that. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> we're getting into it. Um, Rotten Tomatoes, the critics gave it a 30%. Which... Wow. That's high. Yeah. The audience gave it a 32%. So wow, not even the lowest. <laughs> I know, right? Metacritic gave it a 37%. And IMDb gave it a 3.1 out of 10. Wow, this is really, really generous. <laughs> <laughs> I think maybe the animatronics probably helped it. Maybe they... I don't know. I don't... Like, mm. like we said, we, we repressed this, so I don't know if it was... The signs of the time back then because there was a lot of campy movies back in the 2000s yeah 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 i agree like it was the time of camp mm -hmm. but also there wasn't a lot of movies i could personally watch back then because i was still like really really young but like yeah absolutely it's just like the movies i do remember watching were extremely campy besides um did shrek come out that year i don't know Probably not that year. I'm I'm wanna guess two thousand one. Let's see if I'm right. Yeah, I'm thinking two thousand one. Yeah. 2001, yeah. But even in that era it was just kinda like camp time. It's like, you know, let's roast some marshmallows, let's get that campy. Mm-hmm. And I think they but were this is just like ugh. Like, yeah. I feel like what they were trying to do was, like, capture the essence of the attraction itself, which is kind of campy mm -hmm. and kind of, like, 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 hokey and all and good feeling and blah, blah, blah. But it's, like, it's kind of the way they went about it is kind of cringeworthy. Yeah. I was cringing at some things. Um, but, like, towards the end, I was kind of distra distracted by something else. And I just remember thinking... When I went out of the room, I'm probably not going to miss anything. Yeah, honestly. It's just, I don't know. It's just like certain things, like the cameos. I only knew a few of the cameos, honestly. Like, like there's a lot of, like, when you look at the list, I didn't realize there were that many cameos. And mm -hmm. one of the first ones I recognized was um, E.G. Daily. Um... For people who are my age, you probably know her as, like, Tommy from Rugrats. She oh. she did, like, the singing voice, I think, for one of the bears. Oh, for Trixie? Uh, what, let me look really quick. It was, or was it Haley Joel Osment's character? 
Yeah, it was um Barry. Barry. So I recognized her first, and I was like, okay, that's a cool cameo because she does a lot of work like that. But then it's just like, okay, you're getting into this list of like, as I'm looking at the list, I probably recognize maybe one, two, three, four, five. And this is probably like a list of like 20. Oh. I wonder why they tried to push so many celebrity cameos like this. It, it's just kind of boggles my mind. Like they knew it was going to fail. So they were trying to put star power behind it. Well, I feel like they were trying to do like, you know, those films where it is like a lot of like, like Muppets, honestly, like the Muppet movie, that's kind of, I feel like, like, you know, they have all those cameos and that kind of like enhances it. Like the Muppets are good, but like when you put celebrities working with the Muppets, it kind of makes it better. I feel like that's the approach they were trying to go with. And it just mm. didn't work because yeah. to start, we don't know like 25% of this celebrity cameo list and Honestly, a lot of them don't have a relativity. Like, it's a country rock movie, and Queen Latifah and Wyclef John doesn't do that genre of music, so... Yeah, or Elton John. It just yeah. it just seems scattered. Yeah, it's like you said. Like, they kind of just threw in star power because they didn't have confidence in the film. Mm-hmm. And it kind of shows. Kind of shows. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about what we did like about this film, if we can. Um, what are your top favorite things about this film? Um, well, I definitely liked um, the puppetry. The puppetry definitely impressed me, especially for like a movie this early in the 2000s, because that was just a time where we were still experimenting. Uh, oh, sorry, experimenting with CGI and like experimenting mm -hmm. with different things in movies. So, like, the fact that the Jim Henson company stepped up and, like, did something on this level was pretty darn impressive. So, I, I liked that. Um, another thing I liked was E.G. Daly. That, like, just seeing how much work she puts into the film. That was one of the highlights for me, personally. And, um, didn't really have a third one. Those were really <laughs> the main two, I'm gonna be honest. Um, I mean, <sighs> I'm kind of digging now, honestly. <laughs> no, that's fine if you have two. That yeah, how bad it was. <laughs> really, just like I like. I'm trying to word it in a like. I liked the ending. Like I like how like. You know, we all came together at the end. It was just like a campy film ending. And you know, like, I like camp. I like cheese. So it's like, I liked how it ended. Like, okay. the country country bear hall, sorry, spoiler alert, but country bear hall got saved. And then we can just go to Disney World and then we can be like, oh, hey, this is country bear hall for the country bear movie. No one will ever say that ever in life except us, probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I... I... Those are three solid picks. Uh, I would have to say, let's see, um, Christopher Walken has got to be one of them. Just the oh, fact yeah. that yeah. he committed to his role, even though like the plot fell through and there needed to be a villain, 
to push them to get together, uh, he probably was the greatest choice. <laughs> I guess he was just he was crazy. He was wacky. He went into it. It didn't feel like his his acting faltered at all. Um, as opposed to some of the ac other actors, like the the cop duo, right? Oh yeah, what, what were their like? What was Officer Cheats? I don't, Cheats? I don't even know their names. Let's see. Uh, oh Jesus, that's that creep. What was this movie? I don't even know what he played. Uh, Diedrich, what's his name? Played one of the cops with the fake mustache. Diedrich Botter. <laughs> And then Daryl Mitchell, Officer Ham. Yeah, I don't remember that. Yeah. They just seemed like they weren't into it. And it was forced. You know so. what? He got paid for it and he committed. And I have respect that. Yeah. He was like the highlight. That whole scene with him just like dancing around and destroying the, the hall for no reason. <laughs> over and over and over again. Just maniacal laugh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, another one has got to be the animatronic puppets. They were actually pretty fascinating how they did everything. Although at first I was kind of scared because their eyes were like really freaky because they weren't blinking right away. Like the first shot of Barry. I'm like, oh, yeah, no. that was creepy. That was, was so just, creepy. I was like, Ooh, I don't know about this. My soul. <laughs> but then, like, they they were emoting more, and they were actually walking around and doing things, and that was kind of neat. Let's see. Yeah, I had a hard time with a third one too. <laughs> it's just, I guess the the teenage kid, the brother that I still don't know his name. Um, he was, was hilarious. <laughs> He was, was it like, I don't know. I know he was in uh, Malcolm in the Middle as the older kid. Eli yeah. Marenthal? I didn't watch Malcolm in the Middle. His name was Dex. There we go. Um, I don't yeah, remember Dex. that. So, yeah, he was just, like, sitting there, like, looking around, like, what is going on around here? He is always, like, the first one to call it anybody's bluff, and he was kind of funny. So those were my three. Um, did you have any least favorites? Three top ones? Dang, I can't say this whole film. <laughs> <laughs> well, my least favorites were definitely the music. I mean, which was kind of a given, seeing as how I don't really like country music like that. So... Mm -hmm. That was kind of given. Um, the plot. Originally, I was going to say the plot, but then you made me realize it's literally the plot for the Muppet movie, like the 2011 one, so then I can't really say the plot because it's literally the exact same thing. So you can say the execution of the plot. <laughs> yeah, I would say, the, you're absolutely right. The execution just kind of hit different. <laughs> mm -hmm. So, like, I feel like, it's a product of his time. I'm gonna say that. So, the execution could have been a lot better. Um, third least favorite thing. Um, 
honestly, that that's the hard thing to choose. It's one of my least favorite things. Was the the way they utilize the bears. The thing about the country bears is everyone who is like a, a Disney Parks fan who enjoys this attraction has a favorite bear. So I'm assuming when you go into a movie like this, you're expecting to see your favorite bear. Like it might be like, I don't know, like Big Al or it might be Liverlips or just like any like other bears. And we only really got like four or five of them. Like you got Trixie, you got like Big Al, you got... um tennessee but it's like that's really all there wasn't a good variety of bear i guess that's what mm -hmm. i'm going at okay is there another one or is that it i mean the film as a whole but i guess that doesn't count <laughs> it can count <laughs> but no that those were really the the big three for me like and i was really sitting trying to like pay attention and analyze everything i was just like Wow, this is just kind of bad as a whole, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. But but if I had to do like my three, that's the that's the three I'm going with. Okay. Uh let's see. My bottom three were yeah, the execution of the plot. I gotta agree with that one. It's it was very jumbled. Um they how they did it, they they knew where to go from A to B. It's just you could tell that there was filler and yes. that was the music which brings me to number two i did not like the music i'm not a country fan myself but i could not hum you a single tune let alone lyrics from any of the songs that were played and the thing and you know what about the music that got me did they use any music from the actual country bear show no if they which did i didn't recognize it which is another thing, like, why wouldn't they use music from the show, well, the attraction, per se, if it's about the, like, that, I don't, yeah. I don't know. That, that makes like no sense. It's like they modernized it. Because Trixie, we know her swinging away in her gorgeous pink dress or white dress, whatever color it is now, um, singing her songs. <laughs> I forget that song though, like the the actual name of it. But yeah. here she is, like pretty much naked. I don't know if she even wore pants. You only saw the top half of her. Um, but yeah, she's barely that, that, in that's it. It's weird, right? She's like she's one it. of the like the favorites. Like, come on now. Yeah. Like you would think that we would hear like "Blood on the Saddle" or something at some point. Like anything. That's everyone's favorite song literally anything like blood like you you did a country bear movie without blood on the saddle it but they they tried so hard that nowadays in 2019 it has aged so badly we can't even recognize half the people in the movie 
Yeah, like the, if I'm having to look up a lot of the people, it's 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 not good. <laughs> I guess number three is um, when Christopher Walken revealed himself. Oh um, yeah, as the um, villain. It's not like that was a big surprise. It was just they kind of skimmed over that whole th setup in the beginning that I could have cared less who he was at the end. He didn't really need a motivation. It was Christopher Walken being Christopher Walken. He didn't... Yeah, yeah that's that's fair. That is fair. It's all plot problems. <laughs> a lot of, like, unnecessary plot things. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I left the room a couple times and I, I was just like, you know, I need to watch this, but I'm like, you know what? I know where they're at in the film. I know they're going to meet the next one and they're going to have a song that has nothing to do with the plot. I'm good. I'll be back in a second. I won't miss a thing. <laughs> oh, that makes me feel bad because I was actually kind of dedicated. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, I was just getting aggravated at that point because I knew... Like, after the fourth bear, you knew what was going to happen next. Yeah. Pinpoint. And then they went on, like, even on that fourth bear where they went to the the wedding and he was a wedding singer. Yeah, then they, and then he had, like, a whole thing about how he was nothing more than a wedding singer. And, like, it was, like, a whole emotional breakdown. I was, I was like... Yeah. And then they like, turned it into a Beatles Yoko Ono type of thing with Trixie. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> I was, and then what threw me off was the whole Elton John thing. I was like, what does this have to do with anything? Yeah. Why is he here? <laughs> like, um, honestly, a lot of the celebrity cameos kind of like turned me off from the plot because I was like wait a second what does this have to do with me it was more so confusing than it was like funny mm -hmm. whereas yeah. like you know like with the Muppet movie it's like oh okay he's in here cool cool this is just like why are you here yeah. at least they played a part you know that was the whole gimmick about the Muppets is always having a guest star that's how it started out and then you kind of feed off like of they that had a purpose the yeah they had a purpose like at least queen latifah kind of had a purpose like she just didn't show up and just like pop up like elton john and just disappear at least she was like a bartender you know right but everyone else didn't seem to have a purpose i'm just like <sighs> well so finally if you had to rate it on a cringe factor from 1 to 10, what would you give it? Well, if 10 being the highest? Mm -hmm. I'm gonna give it an 8! <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> you know what? I guarantee you there's something far more cringy out in the world. I guarantee you. Yeah. And I've seen those cringies, so that, like, I think... I would have to say a seven. Because I know there's worse out there. <laughs> right, like there's like there's worse. Like now if I had to choose between this and Haunted Mansion, would I watch this? No, I would watch Haunted Mansion. It would still be cringy, but like I could tolerate Eddie Murphy. <laughs> yeah. This one is just 
This just makes me mad. Now. Honestly, yeah, because it's like, it's not paying homage to the attraction in any way. Mm-hmm. In any, like, it's different. Like, at least in Haunted Mansion, for example, like, they try. Like, they, they utilize things from the attraction, like Leota and, like, the hitchhiking ghosts and, like, just things that we as fans even if you're not a super fan you're familiar with because it's such a classic attraction here it's just like they took a few bears they didn't use any of the songs like nothing made sense like i was just like the disrespect it's just like how people felt with tomorrowland no one really got it (laughs) yeah that was just a convoluted story that was just like we wanted more tomorrowland and you took the whole (laughs) freaking movie to get to tomorrowland Like, literally, we didn't even get there. Like, it was more so just the whole movie, Are We There Yet? And let me tell you something. I want a, um, I want a whole Disney Parks blog thing where I got to go to a a screening of that. And I was just like, wow, I could have been at the 24-hour day just minding my business. But here I am, wasting my life watching this movie. Oh. Oh, man. You made me think of something when you said like it would be better nowadays because the cult following is a little bit stronger now for the attraction. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say that instead of CGI, they go animated because some of the merchandise Ooh. is all their bears are animated. And I love that look that they have. You know what? I I agree. Yeah, I feel like if they did it in a different form, like, yeah. I feel like that would do a lot better. I thought that's what they were going to do with Jungle Cruise originally, because I feel like Jungle Cruise is so, like, punny and campy. Mm -hmm. Like, it would work better as an animation, but they decided to do live action. I was like, okay, we'll see where this goes. Yeah. It kind of looks good from this this point so far, but who knows? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I I always hold judgment until it comes out and I see it in person. I was kind of disappointed they already threw out so many uh, puns and cameos to the ride in the trailer. I'm like, no, you gotta save that. You gotta right. save it. You gave away too much, but I guess they just wanted people to know like that it is in there. It has this like Pirates meets the Mummy from 1999 going on. I don't know how to feel. You know, that's a perfect way to describe it. Like literally, that's exactly what it is. Because with the supernatural thing going on, I'm like, ugh, what are you doing? <laughs> I thought, like, the whole premise of Jungle Cruise was based off of the movie The African Queen, which has a completely different plot. <laughs> it was just on, like, two weeks ago, actually. Oh, really? Yeah, and I watched it for the first time. It was really good. Oh. I would love also, for I- them to go that route, but, like, modernize Ooh. I yeah. just looked up the how much money Tomorrowland lost, and it's it's pretty bad. Oh no! <laughs> Maybe I should have had that on my list too. You might want to, because it it made two hundred and nine million against a total production cost of three hundred and thirty million. And that and those and it so they lost one hundred and forty million. I mean that doesn't take into account like merchandise and. All that stuff, but still. Yeah. Ouch. Yikes. <laughs> That's pretty bad. <laughs> That's a cringe sound Ooh, right there. Lord. 
Victoria and I just did not like this film. We do know there's some people out there that do. So if you are one of them, please let us know. Um, yeah, I have to, questions. Yeah, I have questions we do have we questions. Do. <laughs> some people have come forward uh, and said that they really liked it because it was campy. So I know there's that's, some people that's out fair. there. Yeah. That's fair. Some but... people like cheddar cheese. It's fine. <laughs> So if you are one of those people that do really like this film, please let us know. Um, or if you don't like it like us and want to give your opinion on it, uh, any of your opinions can be put into the next episode and you get a little shout out. So that would be fun. But yeah, thank you again, Victoria, for joining me and talking cringe. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. It was it was interesting, but it's like I feel like I'm glad I'm not alone <laughs> in this journey. <laughs> That's why I'm doing this, because <laughs> I, I don't like a lot of movies, but this has made me discover that a lot of people love the movies that I hate, and I'm always interested in finding out why. Not just not right, to not troll them, them, not judging them, but I'm just want to know, because I have a lot of people that I'm friends with, just like you, that think the same way I do, and I'm like, wait, I want to know the other side. You know, right? Like, like, what is it that turns you on so much about this film? Like, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> maybe they're seeing something we're not. <laughs> exactly. Like, it's interesting to see other people's viewpoints. You know. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So, um, don't forget to try to check out Victoria's podcast, Disney Tea with V, and where can we find that? Uh, you can find it on Anchor, Spotify, Apple, pretty much anywhere where you can stream a podcast. We are there. Okay. And don't forget, we're not just making movies. We're making memories, no matter how cringy they are. That's beautiful. I can't have you ruined what I've been working on for 30 years. 30 years? Where's the problem, bub? You ruined my life! Well, it's not our fault you became a banker. Not that! What are you talking about? This! Huh? <laughs> 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 <laughs>